percent up for us beginning tomorrow and then it'll last through the weekend with a slightly higher chance of storms coming in by sunday tomorrow lower to mid 90s possible isolated afternoon storm could prove to be locally heavy same saturday then about lower 90s and 40 50 percent chance of thunderstorms coming to us on sunday ralph sanji wgso cdc is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits. For more information, visit cdc.gov. It's a birthday. Nope, it's an anniversary. It's, I didn't say who it was for. <laughs> and it's time for a few little pieces of uh, little rounds of water flushing through the air. And uh, I'm smiling and you're smiling and Mary Lee is uh, smiling. Most of them are scratching their head, I think, and, wondering what this is. <laughs> and despite all of those uh, matters that are going on right now, uh, about two minutes ago, there was a lightning shot. But uh, all these things come together, and uh, we love them. We love our lives, and uh, we move ahead. Uh, and here we are with the food show, Woo. which is what we love. That was a long one. Well, you know, uh, that's this what is life the is. Anniversary like. voice of Tom Fitzmorris. It's my an- anniversary. It's our anniversary. It's not your anniversary and my anniversary, but uh-huh. it is the anniversary of the food show tomorrow. Is that right? Thirty-two years. Hi, everyone. Hello, everybody. It is the food show. Yes. 32 years tomorrow, Tom. You know what I thought we would do today, which would be kind of fun? Tell me. Since it's the anniversary, we're going to have our own anniversary party, and we invite everyone who has been listening for a long time, that is a long time, to call up and reminisce about some of your favorite shows or to reminisce about... Um, just the show in general and why you listen and uh, what the show has meant to you. Because I hope what the show means to you now is that it is two hours that you can check out of it, the bad news, everywhere you turn around. I hope it's two hours of total escapism, and I hope it's fun because that's what we're trying to do here. Give everyone two to just not think about it. 5569696 is the number. Also though, um, I know what people have been doing yeah. um, in lockdown. They They've been eating. Well, that's what they're supposed to be I mean, be that's eating. what we, that's certainly what we've been doing. But yes, they have been eating as, uh, as proven by some statistics that are out saying that Louisiana this is a big shocker, I'm sure, for people, uh, and I say that in jest, um, who we are among the uh, top five states for COVID weight gain. Oh. Yeah. So if you, yeah. So if you have gained weight in the last few months, we are curious as to... Um, 
well, we know why it is, but what, what it is that you've been eating to gain weight and how much you've gained weight. I actually know some people who have lost weight, which boggles the mind. One of them is, uh, is a close friend who wound up with a very serious health issue. That's why. So if you are into praying for anonymous people, then please uh, say some prayers for a friend of mine. Um, but for you who have not uh, lost weight, you've probably gained weight. If you've maintained your weight, that's quite a an accomplishment. Well, that's what the, the the doctor had told me, but I told him, you know, this is all a bunch of uh, hooey. Uh, Go uh, ahead, Tom, say eight, it. How much weight have you lost? Uh, <laughs> You've eight, only lost. I've only lost eight pounds. No, eighty pounds. 80 excuse pounds, me. Yeah. Only my eighty. Yes. Has anyone not heard that yet? I don't think. I don't so. know, but I'm getting so. bad at it. I'm anyway. To go back and to learn it again. Yeah, we have to. We have to feed you more. That's what we have to do. Anyway, five five six nine six nine six. If you would like to chat with us, we would love to hear from you about anything. the food show. Anything having to do about with food. Your weight gain or anything at all, actually. And why not? We uh, are... You know, the show in the beginning was more about, it was always caller driven. Driven. It was more about um, where you've been eating. Mm -hmm. Where you've been eating, a. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Always was. And uh, people would ask questions about where to go and eat. So the show is about eating. It's hence the name, The Food Show. Mm -hmm. So if you have been having any great meals somewhere lately, please let us know if you have picked how up did, food. How did you slip into this? I, everybody Me? How did I slip in? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to say that. Uh, let's go. To the, we have a caller already, Henry? Don the Gourmet neighbor. Don the Gourmet Yes. Hello, waiter. Don. No. Well, oh, hello. And that, that other happy, one. Okay. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary so, to you, but take uh, care of the little well, wife. Uh, it is. Morning. It's funny. It is my anniversary, too, today. So that, that's funny. Is, is it, it really? What are the chances yeah. of that? <laughs> years. Well, happy anniversary. So, I know what you're doing. You. you told me. You should tell everyone. I know. We are going to play tourist uh, with, uh, with some friends of ours. And we are heading out in about an hour to go to the Windsor Court. They have some great, great deals on some beautiful suites. And I have a case of champagne, and I'm ready to go. A case of Vuv and Vuvoli. When are you doing good. this? He's leaving this, evening, leaving this evening, this afternoon. Leaving this evening. Uh, Happy so anniversary to you. <laughs> Thank you. Sure, come on down. Happy anniversary, Don. Okay, so, so really people who uh, don't know this, um, the Windsor Court suites are usually in the five hundred dollar range. Right now, Not they're eight, what two eighty? Eight ninety nine. Eight ninety nine. They've refurbished the entire hotel. They're nine hundred dollars a night. They're two hundred and eighty dollars with a fifty dollar room credit. Woo! That's with fantastic. With a fifty dollar room credit. Yeah, you can't beat it. You just can't beat fantastic. it. Fantastic. Now, does that include the club as part of it, or you have to spend more to go in the, the club? That would include the club, but the club is closed. Oh, the club is closed. The, that kind of nullifies the whole fun for me. The club is the fun. Well, Why is the club well, I, closed? Because uh, people touching food and objects. Yeah, you can't. No, buffets of any kind cannot be open right now. Uh, also, yeah, yeah, it's also kind yeah. of a bar, too. Okay. Don't I get it. All the bars, uh, 
and restaurants right. is what I meant to say. Uh, bars, are, classic gonna, bars yeah. like that, they have really we, been hit hard. Uh, that doesn't gonna, mean they wouldn't be loving, uh, would, would uh, love sure. to see us. What were you saying, so Don? We do have some, I said we do have some good meals planned. We are going to August tonight, just the two oh. of us. And then uh, Mr. B's tomorrow. You know, it's so hard today, especially not just because of what we're in right now, but just in general, to find a place where you can put on a suit and tie and go make something special is really hard. So since August is right across the street from the Windsor uh -huh. Court, I said, August it is. So we're going to August it is. August Ask me what is. I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Ask I'm really him, Tom, don't to you actually there. dine out with a... Uh, necktie and uh, always yes and uh, tom goes to the beach in a tie but he never goes to the beach though <laughs> well i so, have so, you ever seen me at the and beach? i quit asking him to go to the beach because no. he goes in a tie what don i was gonna say my you know a lot of of the foodie that i have become i truly have to give credit to tom because i started listening from day one i had my own company that i had just opened up and it's the same line of business. I mean, it was credit reports. But back then, the credit reports had to be delivered to the banks manually. You had to bring these stacks of reports that you printed and deliver them. So once a day, I'd get in the car, and I would go run from place to place, and I would put Tom on the radio. And I have to say that he sparked my curiosity in food, my curiosity in dining out. And I truly would not be the gourmet that I am today had it not been for him and for his show. So I appreciate you. <gasps> Henry, we need applause for that. Yay. <laughs> but do it's we, true. Do, do, we do it now or later? I'm, I'm up for it. <laughs> Thank you. But, but, real, but really, he. Thank you, he Don. Opened, that was very sweet. Thank you for that. You, you are most welcome. And it was, it was uh, not only heartfelt, but it's actually, uh, it means a lot because I, I would not be the person I am had I not had that experience. So I think there's I a lot of people that. that can say that, you know, a uh, poor late, sure. great Clark, the gourmet truck driver was a truck driver just That's driving right. around and Tom sparked the curiosity for him too. So Clark, and it was really, it was really cool when you were dating, especially, especially being a younger person who wasn't maybe, you know, there wasn't all this internet, everything wasn't connected like it was before. So everything was really either print media, television or radio. That was it. Or word of mouth. Yeah. So as, as a young guy who was dating at the time, it was really cool to get the inside scoop on, you know, this restaurant that nobody else knew about. You take the date there and they think, wow, how'd you know about this? This is great. You know, mm -hmm. another, another thank you. That's sweet, Don. Thank you very much, Tom. See, we're going to celebrate Tom today for all the people oh, he has inspired to be. No, truly, this has been a wonderful show for a long time. And I'm not taking credit for this. I just joined it a year and a half ago. But, I mean, Tom, you have definitely done that for a countless, um, for countless people. That's for sure. Um, how yeah. many years are you married, Don? Uh, this is 24 years today. Congratulations. So next, next year so is going to be a big blowout. You know. impressed her with this gourmet yeah. dining, and she said, "Ah, this guy knows about the good life." Well, that and, and, and good. Uh, she has she has only cooked a meal three times since we're married. And <laughs> one, one time, it's one all time full my, of. My, uh, who can guess? My children. My children were very young. They must have been about, I guess, ten and, I guess, six. And the kids both walked in from somewhere with their grandmother, and my wife was in the kitchen, and they turned around and they looked at her and said, 
why are you in the kitchen? (laughs) (laughs) Since we have lived in this condo, it's five years. She has only cooked once, and that was a grilled cheese sandwich. That's all she's ever cooked. Well, why should she cook, Don? You're the guy with the sous vide machine. Well, it's true, but God help her when I pass. She better hope she she goes first, (laughs) otherwise she's going to starve. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. So it'll be her. It'll be her turn to mooch off the neighbors. That's what it will be. It'll be her. There turn. you go. That's right. So, well, have a great, guys. great Thank time you. in your staycation. I'm now. I, I'm in shell shock now that you told me that the suites that used to be five hundred or nine hundred. That no. I'm out now because at five hundred that was a splurge, but nine hundred. Woo, that's a little there. pricey. They're like, they're like eight ninety nine a month. And, you know, it's too bad. What I really like to do with the Windsor Court is to take the club level from the Ritz and move that to the Windsor Court. Then you'd have a perfect hotel. Mm. Because the club level. Well, the club I thought that the club the would. I thought mm. the Windsor Court Club was my favorite anyway. The club at the Ritz is better? Oh, phenomenally. It's mm. tremendous. They do uh, five food presentations a day. If you, if you never wanted to go to a restaurant, you wouldn't have to eat out. You could just eat at the club level. Yeah, well, that's what we I usually mean, do when we're at the Windsor yeah. Court, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really mm-hmm. either one, but I, I prefer the court for sure. It's a beautiful hotel, so. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, well, All right, have guys, a great congrats. time. That sounds like a good trip. And, of course, you're taking you. your group of friends with you. Uh, just one other couple Ooh, of them. One problem and, and We that. actually have connecting suites. It's kind of cool. I didn't know they had connecting suites. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, when we when Jude comes to town, we usually do that. We all check in and uh and it's just a great way for the family to hang out, but at $900 a suite, I think we're yeah. out. <laughs> well, I'm so I glad you said that because it was very striking when we did it uh the first time. Yeah. Wow. All right, okay. that's where Tom broke his ankle. That's oh, in the let's, club. Let's hope that doesn't oh, happen a, to me. What a moment. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget going, being paged to the elevator, elevator number one at the Windsor Court, to walk in and see Tom lying on the ground. Yes. Yeah, when, when you <laughs> hear, you, when you so, hear your name so being called, it's never a good great. thing. That's right. But, You're you know, right. You've got to keep track of things. Yeah. All right. Take well, care, call, Don. I'll Have a great back. time. All right. Yeah, Happy we'll anniversary to both August. of you. Thank you. Take All right. Care. We will take a break and be right back. Five five six nine eight nine six nine six. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils. Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. Mimi's is the best restaurant that has ever been in St. Bernard Parish. A magic combination of terrific owner, hospitality, and talented chef. 
combined with a charming atmosphere to offer you a great dining experience. Don't miss oysters here. They have two or three different kinds, all wonderful. A terrific burger, if you must. Great steaks, too. Thursday is steak night. Mimi's 712 Judge Perez in Chalmette, 644-4992. Mimi'sBarAndGrill.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. That is true. That is, you cannot deny it. That is absolutely true. Five five six nine six nine six. You're listening to the Food Show on this, the last day of the thirty first year. Tomorrow is the anniversary of the Food Show, so we thought we would invite you to call up and talk about the memories that you have of the food show. That was a sweet memory with Don, the gourmet neighbor, who was Mm -hmm. talking about how Tom turned him on to being a gourmet. I think there are a lot of people who could say that. And if you would like to uh, talk to Tom about that, I think it would be lovely. I think he would definitely love to hear about that. I know that. um, Well, why not? You know, come on over and we'll, uh, We'll talk about whatever, what's yes. happened to you and what's happened well, to uh, not you. Yeah, well, the food, the, the food. things that, of those people and they're not hairy anymore. The food show is a respite from uh, everything else out there. It has always been that. And I remember as someone who uh, was very involved in the origins of the food show, um, back in the day when we were interviewing you to do the food show, I remember, I mean, I am into, intricately involved in the origins of the food show, and but I'm just joining it back at the end of this 30-year period. Um, I remember when I was uh, involved in staffing the new radio station back when WSMB was getting its own reboot. Um, I was contacted by a friend who worked at WWL and he was a, a good friend. And he said, I know that you're looking for people for the lineup and I want to recommend that you contact Tom Fitzmorris. And my response to him was, I absolutely refuse to contact, boop. <laughs> you see, folks, she didn't really like me at all. And we had to work our way through it, but it, it, it everything worked out. And he said, well, I just really feel strongly that he is the person to do this. And so I pitched the idea of a food show, which no one had ever done before, but it seemed the perfect fit for New Orleans. And so... We interviewed a bunch of people one day, and Tom was up there, you and that, I remember it like quote. it happened yesterday. But listen to this, folks. You'll <laughs> like this one. I don't remember what you're talking about. You don't? What oh. I said? Oh, what I said. Yes. Uh, either one of you are both. Yeah. Um, Ran you know into I, a guy on the street. Oh, yeah. Another guy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also you were with, at that time, a guy who was in the radio uh, outfit. No, he was a videographer. Well, anyway, okay. he was in he was in uh, some kind of. Uh, uh, he was a videographer, was, a sports videographer yeah. for CBS. Yes, we ran into him. On oh, the, oh, on you're the talking about okay. I in, know you're in talking the about. French Quarter. Uh huh. And he said, "Oh my gosh, it's the perfect couple." That's what he said. <laughs> anyway, um, I uh, 
I remember the day that you came in for the first interview, Tom, and um, I was I was absolutely um, gobsmacked at you, and I thought, wow. And then, uh, and then, of course, you, uh, I followed, my show followed yours, and then um, you started wooing me, and, uh, and then here we are. But I quit right after that and did not go back on the air for, gosh, it was probably, it's probably 11 years before they asked me to start sitting in on WWL. But anyway, uh, so I was at the very beginning and now I'm here 30 years later. But for those people who I remember that you had just been in print at that time, and then we asked you to do the radio show, and then things really changed in a way, and this food community really got going. So happy anniversary for the yeah. food show. Yeah, five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. If you would like to talk about how you discovered the show, I know that there or was a point like where a lot of people discovered there were two groups of people who came in. Tom's show has survived something like 13 format changes on the radio. And the first one, I don't know if it was, there was when the station changed from W. SMB to WESPN, there was a whole group of people who were sports guys who were listening to that. And then all of a sudden, Tom's show came on and they were going, what the? But then they started listening to it and they became gourmets too. And then there was the period where the uh, OJ Simpson trial was being carried. Never forget that. And that he was brought... chasing me around the country. <laughs> he really was. With that, remember that white. He wasn't chasing you, Tom, but they were well, the, sure the white, like. the white bronco. But anyway, uh, there were a number of people, like a lot of people, who were riveted by the coverage of the O.J. Simpson chase and the trial and the trial. I mean, the chase started the trial and then the trial went on for months and months and months. And right after the coverage of the trial, Tom came on. And so uh, that was a whole group of people too. So this, this group of people that have become addicted to the food show have come from various places and discovered it along the way. And then of course there are the Clarks out there who just discovered it on the road and people who have said, just like Don said that I, you know, I was delivering this or that and that's how I found it. But anyway, if you have a story about how you discovered the food show, call us on this anniversary show. We are declaring this our anniversary show. Tomorrow is the food show's 32nd anniversary. What, Tom? I uh, was already doing it. Doing what? The doing show? A, a radio show. It You've was, been doing it for a long it's, time. It started out when I was doing it on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And the, the rest of the, the week, it was just normal. Mm -hmm. And then I aced, uh, aced it up to also go on Wednesdays. Was this so WGSO this you're talking about? The early days? Very early. Yeah. When you first did radio. So this is before the food show. But we're just talking about the food show today. Uh, we did food a when lot. you jo I know. Well, that's how you got into being Tom Fitzmorris. But um, but the actual food show where you went on the air and it was nothing but food uh, started on July 18th of 1988. 
I remember it very it distinctly. Plausible. I yeah. was there. Uh, I was a an integral part of getting it on the air, and people were kind of wondering how is this going to work, and it worked very well because here you are, here you are almost your thirty two years tomorrow, and that's uh, quite an accomplishment. So congratulations well, to you and to you too. Yes. Anyway. And um, all right. So we are back together. This is Tom's fantasy. He's always said from day one that he would love to do a show with me. And it never happened until a year and a half ago. And, uh, and I'm glad that finally we are able to do a show together. So if you would like to join us today, this is not the only thing that you can talk about, but we would love to hear about sure. your You can also memories. talk about food. Yeah, your yeah. memories of the food show as we uh, celebrate between ourselves and with you too on this 32nd anniversary. Yeah. Also, how much weight have you gained? It is. I've only, uh, I've only gained. <laughs> Tom, 80 you haven't gained any weight. Pounds, You've lost you know? eighty pounds, but yeah. you're you are a special case. So if uh, you have been eating nonstop in quarantine or uh, lockdown or whatever you want to call it in these last uh, four months, gosh, I can't believe it's been four months already. But if you have gained weight, we are, um, you're, you've got plenty of company. We are among the top five states for that. Arkansas is number one for uh, people who have gained weight in this strange new world in which we live. And of course, whatever else you would like to talk about because. Um, Did you hear about that's my what car? We're doing. Uh, no, Tom, and I think we probably should run that by me <laughs> before we go back on the air. I don't really lie, have any such idea a long what you're going story. to say. If you bump but into I worry me about it. I'll tell you the story. I worry but... about it. I would like to know if you have gained weight and what it is you have been. Uh, you have been particularly focused on to gain weight in lockdown. For us, it's been chocolate, of course. Uh, bottom of the hour news now from the Louisiana Radio Network. We'll be back after that. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Brooke Thorrington. Governor John Bell Edwards responds to Attorney General Jeff Landry's letter stating face masks are unconstitutional. Edwards states that everyone is entitled to their own opinions but not their own facts. Edwards also points out that recent legislation granting businesses immunity from lawsuits due to the coronavirus would be negated if employees do not practice proper PPE mandates that Landry's ruling states is unconstitutional. While the federal government requires COVID-19 tests to be free, some patients are finding themselves hit with additional cost, like lab fees, when they get tested in certain facilities. Oshner CEO Warner Thomas says all community testing sites are completely free of any charges, but what happens when you're uninsured and end up at the ER due to COVID-19? You know, certainly if folks are uninsured, we work with them. We get them in our charity care policy and, you know, write those services off. I'm Brooke Thorrington from the Louisiana Radio Network. Tiger Rag. Let's go! Protecting the American people. Coronavirus is highly contained. Can still be contained. Let me start off by saying... 2019 was an incredible year for the Tigers. 2020, however... This is the crazy part, ladies and gentlemen. Even without sports for the last few months, we here at Tiger Rag Magazine have been telling the stories behind LSU Athletics. And it's been filling our pages with can't-miss content. Now, we're looking forward to filling Tiger Stadium this fall. I have never had anything but a good time. But we gotta keep that coronavirus under control. The spread of the coronavirus is a serious matter. We're all in this together. The sports world is constantly moving and constantly changing. And Tiger Rag keeps you updated at the newsstands and on the web at TigerRag.com. On the internet. 
more run. When it comes to LSU athletics, Tiger Rack Magazine is the MVP, most valuable publication. I'm standing in a cave with five full-grown tigers in line. It's the stories you need to know with the real Tiger King. Online at TigerRack.com. I get misty just holding your hand. Ah, yes. Let's go to Steve, 5569696 if you want to join us. We have a lot of Steves around here. We're always happy to run into any of them. Yes. Steve, you there? You haven't run into me in a long time, but don't do that. Well, are you you feel good about that, or is it something that you... (laughs) He cries every night, Tom, that you haven't run into him. I do. Uh, My child number was 183. Oh, wow. 183. Yeah. Long-time listener. How long? Huh? I said long-time listener. How long? Well, it was before 90 because I got married in 90, and it was before my wife and I got married. All these guys getting married all over the place. So this is your 30-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. It it was, and um, it's the Pearl anniversary. Mm. I don't right. know if you know that, but uh, I didn't, my wife didn't want I Pearl. Didn't. So. What's, what does that mean? That means it's, uh, you get a, this, there's an anniversary gem. Oh, and it's a Pearl? Today, this yeah. year, 30. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, the, uh, you had a show on that I think you were doing, a girl named Lisa was doing a dating show. And I got hooked up with a woman that didn't marry her. But that's a whole nother story that, you know, I could tell someday, but you don't really want to hear it. <laughs> Do you remember that? Wait, is this that same show where uh, a guy named Stu Barish, who's in PR and a friend of Tom's, wound up, he, he wound up marrying a girl? Yeah, I don't know. But this, was, this girl was just doing, people would call in and... If you liked what you heard from that person, you'd leave your phone number and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, the, the, we, there was a marriage from that show. Yeah. Well, my, I didn't. I married somebody else. It wasn't yours. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't mine. And I don't know what happened, but Tom, you never turned me into a gourmet. I don't know what the hell oh, I never there, turned but... you into a gourmet. No. Boy. I, oh, I'm well. Still, He's I'm never done that with me either, Steve. Well, that's true. That's true. And by the way, I think they call that the COVID nineteen twenty. That's wow, twenty that's pounds. <laughs> long run. You know, I was listening to the radio. Someone was advertising how you could get rid of your COVID fifteen by some kind of body sculpting freeze off. Yeah, I've heard of those. I've heard of those, <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. I think that would hurt. So I'm not going to do that. I just, you know, yeah. stick stick uh, ice cubes in my pockets. Mm. But okay. So anyway, have you gained? Have you gained weight? Years. What's that? Yeah. Have I, have I gained weight? That's none of your business. Yes. <laughs> 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 What's your question about thirty-two years? Yeah, thirty-two years for the food show. I think congratulations on thirty-two years of doing anything. You know, that's pretty amazing. It is. You're right. That's right. Anything that's could happen. Yeah, yeah, and pretty soon Especially- you get it right, man. Just hang in there, and you're going to get it right. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, for All calling. All right, later. Take care. Bye-bye. 5569696 five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number if you would like to join us in our conversation here about the anniversary of the food show, which that is guy, tomorrow. That, uh, yeah. you, uh, the anniversary of the food show is tomorrow. Oh. If you've gained weight, also, we are looking for how much weight you have gained 
in the new COVID world. Tom, you know, today is also another anniversary. Now, tomorrow is the food show anniversary, but today is an anniversary of a very popular restaurant. Oh, what is it? Mr. B's. Mr. B's certainly is Mr. B's anniversary today. What are they doing today? It sounds, I thought I heard you say something about it. Uh, Are they going to be open? I don't Uh, know. Things close and open based on new regulations. We just heard Mm -hmm. that uh, GW Fins is back closed again, and they just come and go. Oh, that that would... That would so be that's unbelievable just, if they didn't come back. Kinda, it just kind of, it, it depends on how much people feel like fighting, you know. And then somebody else, uh, we were talking about um, Bistro Orleans yesterday and their seafood boat. They just opened this week. So people come and they go and you just never really know. That's why it's important if you're wanting to go someplace to call and check that day's information, because that's how fluid this situation is. Today, in 1979, so 41 years, uh, Mr. B's opened. Its opening was a turning point in many ways. It was the first new restaurant. uh, I'm the kind of guy who will uh, write about an analysis of something. Mm -hmm. Well, I took an analysis of that, and I wrote a couple of articles on the subject. And in every now and then, I'm still writing articles about that, Mr. B's, and how they changed the... It was revolutionary. It was revolutionized. It was uh, something unlike what we had ever seen before. And uh, it's still that way. What was it that you <laughs> felt was revolutionary? Uh, it managed to get all the fine little pieces of running uh, a restaurant, including a lot of ingredients that sometimes if you don't get it, you just let it go. And They were the first to grill fish, weren't they? They were. Among the first anyway. If it wasn't them, then it was uh, uh, Ralph's uh, other place. so it was, it was grilling fish in 1979 was relatively unheard of. In it was 70s? all fried fish. Yeah. And so God, I think it was there already. With grilling, grilling fish. Yeah. Well, I thought you credited Mr. B's with being like the first person to first group of first restaurant to uh, say, Hey, you can grill fish too, you know, and then people mm-hmm. really got into it. Well, you, you can't just, Hey, let's, Put everything on a on a on a an, uh, on a grill, uh-huh. and then just go with it. And they didn't do it. They did it for a couple of days, but they found that they, for one thing, there was a lot of smoke coming out of the side of the restaurant, and a lot of people were running in and saying, "Your your restaurant's on fire." Tom, I hate to break it to you, but you know, I'll bet you predates Mr. B's for grilling fish, oh. Houston's. Houston's. Uh, well, in a lot of ways, that's she true. She utters blasphemy. Houston's, I think, was probably doing it a little before Mr. Beast. There, there are a lot of people who really love that place, but I'm not. I one know of you're them. not. And I'm just saying. I think that they may have missed. Maybe Mr. Beast got the idea from them. Anyway, so uh, happy birthday to Mr. Beast. Forty-one years. First restaurant opened by Commander's Palace side of the Brennan's family after it split with Brennan's on Royal Street in 1973. In the intervening years, they closed four of their six restaurants. Mr. B presented the rise of the next generation of Brennans, who opened one restaurant after another thereafter. 
more important, Mr. B's was the archetype for the gourmet Creole Bistro, a new kind of restaurant at the time. It was widely imitated in the next decade, and restaurants like Mr. B's now dominate the dining scene. It's still true. Although it's still unique. It Mr. is. Mr. B's is in a class by itself. It's really in a it class is. by itself. It is. And, uh, and continues to be that way. And he, but the only thing, I do have a, uh, let's not, you know, oh, show him uh, parades or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, one of the things that they have not kept going mm -hmm. is that their menu is really sparse. When you go through uh -huh. their, their menu, particularly the, the it's entrees. It's smallish, yes, it is. And you go through mm -hmm. and it's, it, it sort of stops going. Yeah. At right at that spot, and uh, it's all of it's good. It's all good. All of it's very good, in fact. But yeah. I, I feel like I've eaten everything I could have had there. Yep. And I, I wish they would spread it out a little bit more. Other than you that, you know why they don't do on, that? Uh, huh? You know why they don't? No, tell me. They don't need to. <laughs> yes, that is exactly. They don't true. need to. That's it. Because you know what? You're going to go back there and be happy with whatever it is that you're getting because it's Mr. B's. It's in a class by mm -hmm. itself. It's not as grand a restaurant as another restaurant in its class. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like Revolution is in a class by itself. It's not as grand as Revolution, but it is in a class by itself. It really is. I think, anyway. That's how I feel about mm -hmm. it. Uh, they, serve, they serve great food of high intrinsic quality, but in casual dining rooms devoid of pretense and ceremony. Yep, that's right. It was a perfect match to the tastes of baby boomers who were coming into their own in 1979. Mr. B's was the last major restaurant to return to action after the hurricane. After the hurricane, mm, he, fi they finally came back and mm -hmm. uh, they took their good old time. They did. They did. To get you know that, why? They could. Because they could. Is that right? <laughs> that's it's opening tonight. The one. number of real restaurants, uh, it, it's opening uh, brought the number of real restaurants in town to 809. The number we had before the storm, it's a keystone of New Orleans restaurant scene. Crab cakes, gumbo, yaya, barbecue, shrimp, bread pudding, all are the best in town. Very, very good. I wouldn't and agree with that about the gumbo, but the gumbo? I, it's pretty good. I have to well, say Well, they have two good. gumbos. Mm -hmm. They always did. Uh, and one of them is your seafood style, mm -hmm. and the other one is the sausage and the smoked uh, things Chicken like andouille. That. Chicken uh -huh. andouille, mm -hmm. uh, all that kind of thing. And so you had your choice of what kind of gumbo you want. Ding, ding, this one or yes. that one? Yes, yes. All right, we have a caller. Who is the caller? Ron, the gourmet waiter. Oh, he's here? Ron, the hey. gourmet waiter. Hello, well, Ron. let's find uh, who and Good and afternoon why. and happy anniversary. I have an Thank idea. You. Um uh, I'm going to take the weekend to think about some of my funniest and highlight episodes of the food show, so I'll be calling back on Monday to talk about that. Is that but right? I did just wanna, uh, are, I did just are you on the payroll up. now? <laughs> and I, if I, I so, did. would you give me some tips? <laughs> well, you know, also, since tomorrow is the actual anniversary, then Monday works just as well, too. So anybody else who wants to think of their food show memories <laughs> for Monday will take those calls, too. How are you, Ron? What's going on this weekend? I'm great. Uh, same old stuff, but getting together with some neighbors, doing some barbecuing, and uh, just kind of kicking back. I was going to continue with the Mr. B's uh, talk because I love that restaurant. When I was a waiter at Olean's Grapevine, I waited on a six-top one time, 
and I could tell right away who the party leader was, so to speak. And he and I just kind of kept meeting eyes, and I could tell he was watching me, and I served the six top, and I was trying to make sure everybody had a great time. So when I brought him the bill at the end, of course he was the one that took care of it. It was a great tip, and he left a note in there, and the note said, if you ever are looking for a job as a waiter, you come see me, and I'm going to do everything I can to get you in right away. And I called him up. I said, you know, I'm not looking for a job because I love Orleans Grapevine, but I'm curious, where do you work? He said, I'm a waiter at Mr. B's. And as it turned out, mm-hmm. he'd been there forever. And I was also going to talk about why I think it's an awesome restaurant. One is because anytime you let a guy like Paul Prudhomme put your menu together, you're going to do well. But if you notice from a server standpoint, look at the way that that, that restaurant set up. As a waiter, I don't have to go all the way back into the kitchen because there's a glass panel, and that's where I get my food. So my food's really just a couple of steps behind me as I wait on my tables. So it's really set up well. You know what? I have a thing about the service at Mr. B's also being in a class in itself. Our children should not have gone to a lot of restaurants that they did, but they did. And I remember, I am not joking, this is a true story. I remember when we were at Mr. B's once, one of the kids did something that caused a spoon to sort of fly up in the air and a waiter caught it midair walking by. And that's just the kind of place it was. There was always a waiter nearby, and it was always a dance, and they did the dance perfectly. Yeah, they do uh, the typical Brennan setup. Uh, each uh, each two servers has a server right. assistant, which is somebody that'll just obviously help you right. with your tables. And that's, that's awesome, too, because sometimes they see something that you overlook when you're yep. in a hurry. And from my memory, and this will be it because I think we've got a caller behind me, Um, I think that Tom said that the barbecue shrimp, the crab cakes, and the bread pudding were the best in in the city. Does that sound about right, Tom? That's pretty close, except for the the crab meat. Uh, We all love the crab meat, and and people uh, like to cook with it because it's so classy. But it is also so expensive that I think a lot of people get pushed around a little bit when they see that. But... uh, once you start tasting it and you get that flavor, you've got it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think that you've always said gumbo yaya was the best gumbo mm-hmm. in town. I don't agree with that. But do you, do you, Ron, how do you feel about the gumbo? I love the gumbo there, but I also like uh, lo- or love uh, Chef Ron's uh, gumbo stop. He's got awesome Yeah, oh, gumbo. it's good. Yeah, it is good. Anyway, uh, I, awesome show as always. I'll be calling back on Monday with some more memories. Have a great okay. weekend and happy anniversary. We look forward to it. Take care, Ron. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. Good, thank you. I remember the day when someone at the radio station brought me a bottle of Cousin's salad dressing. It was made by a young couple in small batches, and it was delicious. I was proud to have them sponsor my show just as I am now, but the line has expanded since then to include an olive oil, an herb vinaigrette, fresh salsa, and blue cheese, as well as an original Creole tomato, a delicious dressing that also makes a great quick dip. Cousin's Salad Dressings, in the produce section at your favorite store, CousinsProducts.com. 
Chef Ron's Gumbo Stop is a great little place on Causeway right by the interstate. With a neighborhood feel to it, you'll find some delicious gumbo here. Chicken andouille gumbo, seafood gumbo, and the house specialty mumbo gumbo, which is a combination of both. Great fried chicken poor boys, and other local specialties. Ron says, I cook it like your mama would, and he does. 11 to 9 every day but Sunday and Monday, 2309 North Causeway, 835-2022. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. I'm not going to ask you, Tom. Don't worry about that. Five five six nine six nine six. I wanted to mention two things. First of all, that jalapeno cheddar sausage is delicioso from Double D. It's available all over town. And Mimi's, oh, I forgot to tag this one the last time, mm. is open on Sundays, 11 to 3, for lunch. Not brunch, but lunch. Mimi's down in Chalmette. Excellent place Since to go. Since you brought it up, can I say a few things in length? You can. We, yeah, this is a reference. Mimi's yeah. uh, in Chalmette. Yep, and if uh, the first time I said this, I think people treated it like a a, a little a chortle, a, jo- a little joke. Uh-huh. Uh, but I really meant it, yeah. and I, I mean it now. It is, and always has been, and will continue to be the best restaurant anywhere in the Chalmette area. Period. The end. And yep. uh, and it is terrific by any standards of any uh, uh, every level of restaurants that are up the almost the gourmet things no it is gourmet it's It's definitely gourmet gourmet. he cooked at the peninsula in beverly hills it's gourmet for Uh, sure and uh great charcoal oysters they built baked oysters on several different levels those were just great and then the steaks that's an important part of their menu yep so there they are with that. So you missed it for this week. And but lots of seafood and there's this and that. And that place is just terrific. It is. Let's go to Nancy Mimi's. who's waiting. Nancy. Nancy is waiting. Hi, Nancy. Nancy. Hi, Marianne. Hey. I'm calling to say happy anniversary from channel number 137. Oh, see, ah. they've got some of, the, some of the first group in here. How long have you been listening, Nancy? You know, I'm not sure, but it's at least 25 years, I would think. Okay. Wow. That's a long because my time. kids were little, and it used to be on during the time when I did either carpool or soccer tra- practice or something. And I would sit in the car and listen to it at that time. And then you all changed times and went to the middle of the day, I think. Yeah, it's always that, changing. That was yeah. distressing. But anyway, I, I hung around and stayed with you. Um, I wanted to comment on something when you were talking yesterday to the grocery lady. Yes. Um, and she was talking about the um, kitchen bouquet that could uh-huh. not be found. My neighbor, I'm one of those people who never uses it. I get a bottle and it lasts, you know, three years in my cabinet. But my neighbor had called to borrow some last week. And I said, yeah, you know, I've got some, but it's old. I don't care. I've got to have it, you know. So she used it. So then she called me all distressed that she couldn't replace the bottle because she couldn't find it anywhere. 
Uh-huh. And then she called a few days later and was so excited because she had gone to Sam's where they had those industrial size, I don't know, a gallon <laughs> or something <laughs> that she had bought and put it into little bottles to give to each of her daughters, and, and she brought me a little <laughs> bottle. I said it really was not necessary. But if anybody really, really needs it, supposedly they have the big giant bottles at Sam's. They do have the big giant everything, that's for sure. Well, that's a good tip because apparently, according to, she's not a lady, she's a goddess. Yeah. Nicole is a goddess, um, the, the grocery goddess. And she, uh, she was talking about how hard that might be to get, kitchen bouquet. Thank you for the tip. Also, yeah. I want to mention that Nancy's son is mm -hmm. the chocolatier Chris Nobles from yes. Piety and Desire. So if you yes. have enjoyed yes. his bonbons, Nancy is the one who turned him on to food from the food show 25 years ago. Oh, good. Glad we made <laughs> it know. with a couple of these guys. He might, he might say, uh, good stuff. He might not agree with that, but anyway, <laughs> he, was, he was very excited the first time that your daughter came in to buy chocolates. For, and I think it was a gift for Tom that she came in to buy. And he said, you're not going to believe who's getting some of my chocolates. Hmm. Your idol, well, Tom Fitzmaurice. Well, for what it's worth, I ate two... Uh, uh, bonbons? Huh? Bonbons? No, they're the cookies. Oh. No, those... <laughs> And Tom's they, off on, uh, on the grill. Mary Lee is a baker, so he we, he's yeah. been uh, eating the cookies that she's been doing every day here. Pretty, uh, but Tom still hasn't gained weight. I'm gaining all of it for him. Anyway, great. Nancy, thank you for calling. Appreciate the memory. You're welcome. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. Five five six nine six nine six. If you would like to talk about anything at all having to do with food that's what we've been doing i've only been doing it for a year and a half but tom's been doing it for 32 tomorrow it's unbelievable 32 it? years yeah so if you have any memories of the food show you would like to share how you found it and what we've you are some. feeling about it we would love to hear it we're going to be very self-indulgent today and and there were some certain things that were really undertakings uh-huh and uh, there are a couple of them that are really extreme in some ways. <laughs> One of them was in New England, where we got into the all of those areas with pictures and the mm -hmm. uh, uh, all the different. Uh, you talking about the oyster contest, or are you talking yeah. about when we were evacuating Katrina and people were no, calling? No, no, and no. this was uh, just mm -hmm. uh, a place where people could go uh, to just pick up oysters out of the water, and we did a, a, a crew, a crew, a not show? a crew, a sh uh, it, was a, uh, it was a long uh, cruise. Uh, oh, you're weeks. talking about, oh, are you talking about all the cruises that have come out as a result of this show? We've done a lot of 32 <clears throat> Each is it 32 really? Cruises. That blows my mind. Over, let's see, it started I would have in 2002. About, I would have guessed around. And the last one was 2018. That, yeah. So in 16 years, we've done that many cruises. There was one, there was a period where we were doing about four cruises a year right after Katrina. 
and people just wanted to do it. So we had a travel agent willing to sell it and people who wanted to buy it. And oh. we have done some serious cruising in our time. And we, that period however, is over. We do not do them anymore. <laughs> it ended with the last Canadian cruise, fitting that it was the Canadian cruise, because those were always your favorite. It was, it was a always terrific your favorite. thing. All right, let's see who we have online now. CJ. Hey, Hi, CJ. How are you doing? Good, Hi. thanks. How are you? I'm doing good, doing good. Hey, I heard y'all talking about uh, Kitchen Bouquet. Yes. And I happened to be in, happened to be in the grocery uh, about an hour ago. Happened to be looking for Kitchen Bouquet. Totally sold out. Oh, well, it's one is, of those are things. Are you listening to the show regularly? Because on Thursdays, we have Nicole Dorignac, the grocery goddess, who is constantly looking on the shelves and talking to her whole staff of people, and she is predicting what is going to come up short next and what's coming back on the shelves based on all kinds of data that she has compiled about who's closed and what production yeah. line is shut down. So you got to listen on Thursdays, because otherwise you would have known that Kitchen Bouquet would not be there. Well, I just heard y'all talking about it, and for whatever reason, I was looking for something. I heard a guy on a barbecue show talking about he would, uh, like, marinate his steaks in kitchen bouquet, and I'm thinking, why would you do that? And he primarily did it for browning. And so I just mm -hmm. happened to be walking by, and there was no kitchen bouquet to be had, so we sold out. And then I heard y'all just mention it, and I said, that's interesting. So yeah. I just wanted yeah. to call. Say hey, no kitchen bouquet. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> by, by the way, the guy. That, on yeah, the, it, on it was stuff. mainly just to make things brown. That's it. Uh huh. It has yeah. nothing, no other contribution to it at all. No taste, exactly. no nothing. I just use it. I use it when I'm making a gumbo, just to kind of give it a little color to brown it up. Fair enough. Why but uh, but the, the guy on YouTube that was barbecuing his grilling his steaks with it, he said you got to get some kitchen bouquet. I said, okay. <laughs> I couldn't call him and tell him it's bouquet. What are what are he anyway. so he's a real gourmet. Yeah. So Well actually it might right. be if you're calling it kitchen bouquet, it might make you more of a gourmet if you're pronouncing it wrong. I d I don't know. I've always heard Because it's hardly bouquet, a gourmet so. item. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, well, just wanted to mention that. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. 556-9696 is the number. We are, um, is it too self-indulgent to be talking about the show? Which I think, Tom, is quite an honor for you to have been on the air for coming up on 32 years tomorrow. So I wanted to take the opportunity to give people a chance to say, hey, I discovered the food show back in 1991, and here's how, and here's what it meant to me, as Don uh, the Gourmet Waiter, I mean, uh, Don the Gourmet Neighbor did, and um, and I, I am, when I think about people who discovered the show, I will never forget <laughs> the late, great Clark the Gourmet Truck Driver, oh, we'll who, along him. with Gerard Crozier and with um, uh, the, the underground gourmet, uh, Richard, Collins, Richard Collins, sort of Collins, hovers actually. above this show 
as sort of the angel, Clark the Gourmet truck driver. Anyway, 5569696 is the number. We are indulging ourselves here with this anniversary. It's also happy anniversary to, this is today now, Mr. B's, who uh, celebrate 41 years that. today, 1979 on this date. And there's a lot of other fun stuff in the almanac, which we will talk about. It's a good almanac today, so we probably shouldn't spend so much time on all this other stuff. If you've gained weight during COVID, how much and eating what? We are among the top five states for weight gain during COVID. We'll be back really? after the top of the hour this news. Yes. Louisiana is? Yes, Louisiana, of course. That doesn't surprise well, you, does that's it? right. Arkansas is number one. Join me, Mitch Gibbs, every Monday and Wednesday live at noon for New Orleans Today on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Stimulus bill. I think we need to be focusing on jobs. We need to be focusing on the health of our children, uh, our health care, and get America through this pandemic. Most importantly, we need to help our schools and daycares to make sure when they open, they're able to open safely. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg is battling liver cancer again. She began chemotherapy in May to fight the condition. The 87-year-old's treatment is going well, and she added she's fully able to continue on the court. The Department of Defense has banned the display of Confederate flags from military bases and other installations. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, in a memo issued to members of the military, said that only certain flags could be flown. The Confederate flag was not among them. This is USA Radio News. Extend your life with Extendovite. Extendovite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Amazon customer, 5 out of 5 stars. I'm quite happy about it. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs, and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. Dr. Sam Surreal. Good product and ingredients. Kept my blood pressure normal after mild heart attack in 2015. Switched to plant-based diet also to reverse atherosclerosis. John Bispico's, five out of five stars. Built up my immune system. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with The White House Coronavirus Task Force says 18 states should roll back reopenings because of surging COVID-19 cases. But there's a catch, as we hear from USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes. The report has so far gone unpublished, although it's dated July 14th, several days ago. It was obtained by the Center for Public Integrity. It's not clear why the task force hasn't released it. It argues states in red zones should insist residents wear masks outside their homes, maintain social distancing, and that bars and gyms should be closed and social gatherings limited to 10 people or fewer. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. The CDC also reporting that health officials from numerous states have mistakenly included positive results from antibody tests when reporting new COVID-19 cases, which is grossly inflating the new cases number. This, in essence, creates a double-dipping scenario. This is USA Radio News. 
Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. A study of 2,000 children and teachers at a school in Germany found very few coronavirus antibodies among them, suggesting that schools and young people do not play a big role in the transmission of the virus. The results show that out of 2,045 blood samples collected from students and teachers across 13 secondary schools in the region, only 12 samples were found to contain antibodies against COVID-19. Republican Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio says if folks can go out and protest, kids can certainly go back to school. What, what's more important, going to school or protesting? What's more important, going to church? Evening skies tonight. We'll start to clear up. That rain chance pulls out. The rain chance dropping off. Early morning drops to lows of 70s to low 80s. The drier pattern's beginning to set up for us beginning tomorrow and then it'll last through the weekend with a slightly higher chance of storms coming in by Sunday. Tomorrow, lower to mid-90s, possible isolated afternoon storm could prove to be locally heavy. Same Saturday, then about lower 90s and 40-50% chance of thunderstorms coming to us on Sunday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits. For more information, visit cdc.gov. And did you know it? It's the food show. Back again, another little space. Hour? Mm-hmm. Another hour and another hour after that. Nope, oh, just and the one hour this. after this. Mm-hmm. Did you know that once Mr. B's uh, stopped everything at the restaurant because there was there was were billowing huge amounts of uh, smoke coming out of one side of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody picked up on the fact that this was uh, a, an actual the grill. Hmm? Yeah, the grill. The grill. The grill mm-hmm. was yeah. ri- mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, burning on a variety of kind of woods, and mm-hmm. it was all over the place. And it, it, mm-hmm. a lot of people got worked out on. And that was before everyone was doing it. They were one of the first ones doing it. Yeah, <clears> that's right. It's a big surprise. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. Today is National Parsley Day. National Parsley Day. Parsley Day. Hmm. Uh-huh. Who is getting that? This is on your almanac. Tom is mild a flavor as it possesses parsley. Adds something. It's mild acidity, ounce for ounce. Parsley actually has more vitamin C than oranges do. The fresh green flavor, the color, the texture all contribute the last two percent to a dish. That's why. Who was I it get... that we had on? Hmm? Oh, I think it was Jim Richard who was talking about the benefits of parsley and how he loves parsley and how it's full if of vitamin you, C. Yeah, especially. that's what we were saying. Yeah. Uh, that's what you just said. Um, 
and how if you are using parsley as i do which is oh. just for the vitamin c that we are missing a whole different dynamic to it that parsley should be celebrated as a primary ingredient mm -hmm. for its freshness for its flavor and i guess you have to be a chef to figure that out but he was very enthusiastic about parsley and he got me all jazzed about it, but I'm still using it the way, the way I always do, which is just as something to throw into things in order to get some more vitamin C. What are you about to say something? I'm writing down the word uh, that describes one of the oddball uh, names for... Uh, parsley? From parsley, yeah. Do you remember the fried parsley craze? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was everywhere. Everybody yeah, was shoving it in. it was in the 80s. Yeah, it was in the and, 80s. Let's yeah. go. We have a caller on the line. Who oh, is the caller? Let's do get a Stu. Stu. Stu Barish, I'll bet. One of huh? my favorite people. Oh, he, and I really mean that. Here? It's, it's, <laughs> huh? Huh? Is he here? I'm hoping. Let's see uh, where what we can find. Um, Stu, when was that? How long have you been married, Stu? Uh, this August will be 16 years. <gasps> wow. Uh, all right, wow. so let me tell you the story. I'll tell you because okay. even even a year after uh, you know we got married and and, and the, the the ordeal began on 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 the show, every time Tom would tell the story, it would be different. I was at all different <laughs> restaurants. Well, you know you can never trust Tom to tell the story. So go so, ahead so and he, tell it, so please. Here's, here's the story. I, I was living in the French Quarter. I was single at the time, and um, uh, Tom was doing a, a remote at uh, the Bombay Club. Mm -hmm. So I was a block and a half away. I walked over. Uh, he's on the air. He says, uh, Stu Barris just walked in, put the headset on, tell me where you've been eating. So we're talking about where I've been eating. And great, having a nice conversation. And I said, Tom, I've got an idea for you. He goes, what's that? I said, how about doing an eat club dinner for single women and me? <laughs> <laughs> he was about to say... He was about to say, as, as, as classy as Tom is, he was about to say, uh, I'm not about to pimp for you, but he didn't. <laughs> um, he said, yeah, okay, sure, great. I said, you know, I gave the age range. I said, redheads preferred, but not necessary. So, you know, fine, we're talking back to food. He didn't want to turn, you know, we're getting back to food. So the producer who was in the studio uh, interrupts and says, uh, we have a call. Tom says, oh, okay, who is it? It's for Stu. <laughs> for Stu? Yeah, I said, uh, hi, this is uh, uh, Stu. Uh, you know, thanks for calling the food show. And it happened to be this girl named CJ. So she says, you sound like a fun guy. I wouldn't mind meeting you. Tom was freaking out. <laughs> you know, I said, well, you know, we're, we're chatting a little bit about, you know, who you are and, you know, age range and things like that. And the producer, rightly so, said, Stu, I've got her number. You can call her when you get off the air. Because he didn't want to turn it into the dating game. So mm -hmm. I said, thank you very much, CJ. I'll call you when I get off the air. So we'll continue talking about food. And after, you know, that, another 10 or 15 minutes, you know, I, you know, bid adieu to Tom and uh, let him get back to his show and called CJ and had a great conversation. She lived in Mandeville. Worked at Kenner Regional, which is now Oxner Kenner. I lived in the French Quarter. So I said, how about we meet for a drink at Andrea's, which was perfect for her because of the causeway. Great. So that following Thursday we met. 
Now, here's the thing, Marianne, and you, 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 might, be, you might appreciate this. I'm sitting at the bar because I always get there early. There's two older women. Now, I'm not the youngest guy in the world, but two older women sitting at the bar. One had the same kind of hair color as CJ. And I go, oh, no, please, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't. So I sat down, ordered a drink. Andrea came out. We chatted a little bit. And uh, another beautiful young lady comes walking in. I go, oh. No, it wasn't her. Finally, CJ walks in. Lovely, lovely. Uh, we, we, you know, had a drink at the bar. We sat, had dinner, and um, had a great time. We took, got a second date. Then I forgot about her for, for two months because I was dating Why? somebody. I was dating somebody else in Baton Rouge. Oh, okay. I couldn't date Wait, 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 wait. Stop time. for a second. Yes. So you were dating someone, and you got on the radio and asked Tom to hook you up with someone? Yeah, because this one in Baton Rouge just was, I knew that wasn't going to work out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was long distance, you know, all of this. It just, it just okay. doesn't work out, and it wasn't all that exciting. I'm glad she so, wasn't listening. Well, thank goodness. I wish still yeah. friends. She and I are still friends, you know, nothing, nothing crazy. So got back to CJ after two months, and, and thank goodness she said, you know, let's get together again, and the rest is history. We got married uh, uh, August uh, 2nd, uh, 16 years ago. Applause for that, Henry, please. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, the, so here's the other thing. So you and I, Tom, uh, have a lot in common. Your 32nd anniversary is tomorrow. My birthday oh. is Sunday. Oh. Well, that'll save you a lot of trouble. Happy birthday. And I turn 32 uh, on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Well, good. Good. Yeah, Steve. sure. Um, <laughs> and, and also, listening to Tom, I have listened to Tom... And I came to New Orleans in 74 from New York, uh, worked at the original Marie Antoinette Hotel, which housed Louis XVI, Herbert Plesnick, mm-hmm. Daniel Bonneau, all of those great people back then. Um, I listened to the first time Tom ever hit the airwaves. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, Tom, didn't you do a, a, a show on, I think it was GSO, it was in the late afternoon or, or like, like at night, almost till midnight, so, yeah, on, on WGSO. Yeah, That's, uh, and, and, and it was I, I would same. call Tom then. Uh, you know, I was good friends with, with Eric Tracy. I was good friends with uh, Bill Calder when, you know, uh, may he rest in peace, when he was uh, uh, in New Orleans. So I've been a talk show junkie, you know, all my life, and uh, I've listened to Tom from day one uh, that he was ever on the air. So, uh, uh, And we've had dinner a couple of times together, he and I, uh, two geeks. He's got his camera out and his light fixture that he sets up on the table taking pictures. <laughs> yes, I remember those days. I'm so glad for iPhones. Go ahead. You know, and, and, and I was doing, a, at one point, a, a, a food blog for a web- website that I was involved with, so I had my, cam- my camera out, and, and, you know, it was, it was, it was great times. So, uh, it was, it, it's These good were the days reminisce. before millennials started taking pictures of everything. So yeah, now, that's, now it. it doesn't look so weird. Yeah. Yeah, they ruined it. You know, it's, it, 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 it was so nice to be, you know, the odd couple. No pun intended there. <laughs> that's about how that worked out is uh, what I've heard. Well, Stu, I'm so happy that this uh, worked out for you. I know that the time, I don't remember what Tom came home and said that time, but he said, you're not going to believe this, but, and then yep. he told me, and I said, well, that's so wonderful. Yeah, well, he, let's see, so he had me at Smith & Walensky's, he had me at all different places, all different restaurants. It was, uh, 
I always got a kick out of listening to him tell the story when I would call oh, in. Yeah. So, yeah, well, you know how Tom is. You, you can't, you know, it's, no, <laughs> it's, it's like it, his, his sister said one time, he had written about a dinner they had together, and she goes, I read that whole thing, and I, didn't, I couldn't identify with any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, guys, again, uh, happy anniversary. Uh, you know, I haven't been calling in much. I've been listening. I, I, I'm enjoying, you know, hearing the, uh, the characters that are calling in on a regular basis. Well, some of them, not all of them. I won't, mm-hmm. I won't say who. Um, but, again, keep up for another 32 more years. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we'll all right, get right care, to work Stu. on that. Thank you. Appreciate all right, guys, it. Bye. All right. Five five six nine six nine six. So that is in fact true. I'm glad to get the real story because I know I've gotten it a few times from you, but like I said, you can't always rely on that. But uh, that was Stu Barish, who is a good friend of the show and good friend of Tom's was, very uh, long time. In case you have any idea or or that who he was and what he did. He was uh, in the business of uh, travel yeah. mm-hmm. uh, relation, uh, kind of. Uh-huh. And uh, the moral of that story, while Tom <laughs> sneezes, the moral of that story is if you ever wonder if you should take that chance, do it. the answer is yes. Always. Go for it. All right. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. We'll be back right after these messages. Boy. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. If you haven't been to the Brick Oven Cafe in Kenner, you're overdue. This is not northern Italian gourmet food. It's a basic, soul-satisfying pasta with red sauce and cheese bubbling over. New York-style pizza with a perfect crust and the toppings you love. It has a fresh update and a new wine list with some exciting wines. Go have a heartwarming Italian meal with a delicious red wine. You deserve it. The Brick Oven Cafe, Williams Boulevard at Veterans Highway, 466-2097. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are never what they seem. Tom, your pen is Chevron's gumbo stop here. Yeah. You actually oh, have a pen from there. I'm glad to hear it. Five five six nine six nine six. We very self indulgent today. Uh, it is the anniversary of the food show tomorrow, and we're talking about we're reminiscing about the food show. I can only say that I have joined it for a year and a half, but Tom's been at it for thirty two years. Tomorrow, let's go to Greg. 
Hey, Greg. Greg. Hey, Marianne. Hey, Tom. Hey. Yes. I'm reminiscing. I was a caller um, in 2014 is when I started listening to the show back when you were on from noon to three on 3WL. Mm. Okay. I'm glad to hear that because I always wanted to be on WWL. <laughs> and Marianne, I, I don't never know could get it off the ground. But The caller at the time, the one that would lead the show was uh, Peter, the question asker, the stupid question asker. I don't know if you remember. Yes. Uh-huh. So it was around that time, and I, yeah, I've been listening ever since, and, um, you know, just wanted to wish you guys a happy, a very Even happy Even that's a long time ago. That's six years ago. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's, well, you look back, you see 2014 is modern day. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not like 1980, but it's still, right, it's, yeah, still a right. good, it's still a good six years, and um, yeah, and I remember the show, and Tom would always say at night, and then you got moved, I believe, from three to six, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and... Um, mm-hmm. You know, there were there were times when I went on from six to midnight, and that was that was oh, only during Katrina, Tom. No, that was uh, wide open when we. I can't remember what it was that had everybody jumping. Greg, when you first started listening, was Tom on from noon to three? Is that what you said? That's correct. It was in February of 2014. Okay, so that was noon to three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. However, yep. I, there was something really good to, to get at the end of the show. What was that? When we get to the end of the show, uh, I was allowed to give forth a certain just sound. Mm, I see. Like what? What am I going to say? See if you can guess. <laughs> this is CBS, the Columbia <laughs> Broadcasting System. That's. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, I'd yes. kill to listen to that again. God. And then you would say 1,300 oh, 1, picowatts of power or something like that, if I recall correctly. That's right, 1,350 1, picowatts of power. Do you remember that, That's Tom? right. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes. $50,000. Something like that. <laughs> he can't remember any of that stuff now. Ago. So, <laughs> But I thank know. you for it calling, is... Greg, and appreciate you listening for all that time. Of course. Great show, and I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. This five, is five, a food show in case you just joined us. Nine, six. And if nine, you didn't just, just join us, stay anyway, and you'll pick up on a few things. Uh, it turns out that we have a, a, a little... We're having a little self-indulgent anniversary party here. That's exactly yes. Okay, it is also the birthday of Mr. B's, uh, forty-one years for them, and it's National Parsley Day, and uh, we we are talking about all of those things. But I never did finish on parsley. Before you go away, what is your favorite kind of parsley? I think we ought to do a little bit of food. So, what's your favorite kind of? You My have, favorite kind of food? Yeah, no, your favorite kind of parsley. Are there? Is there more than one kind? There's many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Here's I put. Well, oh, there's curly parsley. There's Italian parsley. There you go. There is the one you see in uh, Latin American restaurants, you, pretty much. What's that? Um, and it's a completely different species. You've always said that curly parsley has no real value, and Italian flat leaf parsley is the only kind to use. What's the kind that they you, that you find in cilantro? Cilantro, cilantro, cilantro. Yeah. Well, is that a parsley? Mm-hmm. Cilantro is its own yeah, thing, it, isn't it? It seems a lot different. Maybe but it's, it's in the in the parsley it's family. It's a char. But. It's a parsley. And there's one more. It's my favorite, of course, and it is uh, 
Cherville. Cherville. Thank mm -hmm. you for guessing that. That's that's ha that has a really unique. Is that a member flavor. of the parsley family, uh -huh. Tom? You sure? Positive. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to finish reading what you have about parsley. Parsley is more than a garnish. Recipe for oysters Rockefeller, the one that doesn't use spinach, employs parsley by the bunch. So does the Lenten Creole soup stew, gumbo zerb. In Lebanese cooking, cooking, parsley is used by the fistful in dishes like tabbouleh. If you have to cook with dried herbs, or if you have a dish that leans toward gloppiness, like crawfish egg buffet, or if you have some leftovers you'd like to enjoy again, try adding fresh parsley. It brings the flavor and texture right yeah. up without altering the flavor of the dish deeply. And it's real good for you, too. Yeah, it is. Finally, Just do the, it. Yeah. Finally, there is the matter that parsley refreshes <clears throat> the breath. That's a minor point, but it has been used to explain the parsley sprig that comes on many plates, or used to. Always pick the leaves off the parsley stems before cutting. It's tedious, but the leaves have a better flavor than the stems. Save the stems, though. They're a great addition to the stock boil. Chop the leaves finely using a sharp chef's knife. A food processor beats it up too much. Don't chop it much in advance. Parsley loses its fresh charm if it sits out for more than more. Forget freezing. Two other members of the parsley family are out there and may cause confusion. Cilantro is now almost universally available in supermarkets and usually displayed right now. Parsley, the leaves look different, but not dramatically. To be certain you have what you want, pick a leaf, break it, and smell it. The salsa-like aroma of cilantro is unmistakable. The other, much less common parsley variant is chervil, whose leaves are similar than regular par smaller than regular parsley. It has a subtle anise-like aroma and flavor. Hmm. You always well, use dry chervil. Yeah, there is. Well, All this is why we do the almanac, Tom, because you are a wealth of information. A wealth of information. Wow, that's getting expensive. Five five six nine six nine six. So I, we started talking a little bit about the fried parsley craze of the late '80s uh, that was spawned by the Batoon brothers. Do you remember the fried parsley oh, yeah, thing? Yeah. Have we gotten some more info on? No. That? So what was the fried? Was the fried parsley dipped in an egg batter and flour, yeah, or was it just yeah, dropped into hot oil? It was diluted. Usually, I can't remember. I don't think it was. I don't think it was milk or anything. But there was uh, some of that on the outside, uh -huh. and then they—it was a dropped. Uh, well, there was a coating. Was it breadcrumb? Was it no? It was a very flour? light, very light coating. Because uh -huh. uh, some of these guys were coming to in like a full uh, chicken. Well, the Batoons started it, but then yeah. who else was doing it? Because I think it was kind of like a wildfire craze. Yeah, that, there was a little of that. But there were there were a couple of places that were doing those. Uh, uh, you didn't see them a lot because they required having somebody with a really hot pot so they could put mm -hmm. this fried uh, parsley and and then you'd serve it uh, with beer or whatever people wanted and it was uh, outrageously good. It just mm -hmm. it. it Seem I know it doesn't seem possible, and I've still never had it. Yeah, but yeah, I do remember the days that you talked about it.
Hello, hello, Daniel, the gourmet cellist here. I'm big into coffee, and I've got Parrish Coffee keeping me company in lockdown. This is a great breakfast brew. I guess that's why they say wake up to Parrish. But it remains consistent throughout the day, robust yet mellow at the same time. I love this luxurious coffee, and I can't believe the price. With no idea how long we'll be locked down, it's a good thing I can order it online at parishcoffee.com. See the full lineup there, and hashtag wake up to Parrish. Annadelle's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Annadelle's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. There's a new restaurant in the Warehouse District offering the fresh and fun flavors of the Caribbean and delicious tastes of New Orleans. Nola K features the best of both regions with dishes like tuna ceviche, red curry shrimp, freshly shucked oysters, cumin spice strip steak, and desserts like caramel flan, tres leches, and key lime pie. And signature cocktails like the Bloody Jerk using their house-made mix. Nola K, 898 Barone at St. Joseph, nolak.com. Tony Mandina's roots go back to Salaparuta, Sicily. His father left in 1924, but those connections are still powerful. The restaurant uses extra virgin olive oil and wines made at Villa Mandina in the ancestral home. Tony's restaurant started in 1982 with 14 tables and has grown to seat 180 with his daughters and granddaughter running it now. Now, this West Bank favorite still serves their delicious Sicilian New Orleans menu in a place that feels like home, and pick up some of their famous red gravies sold in groceries all over town. Tony Mandina's, 1915 Pratt Street, Gretna, 362-2010. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are If you haven't been to the Brick Oven Cafe in Kenner, you're overdue. This is not northern Italian gourmet food. It's a basic, soul-satisfying pasta with red sauce and cheese bubbling over. New York-style pizza with a perfect crust and the toppings you love. It has a fresh update and a new wine list with some exciting wines. Go have a heartwarming Italian meal with a delicious red wine. You deserve it. The Brick Oven Cafe, Williams Boulevard at Veterans Highway, 466-2097. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. The SEC announces that student-athletes who choose not to play sports in the fall due to COVID-19 concerns will not lose their scholarships. According to the statement released this afternoon, those who sit out will have their scholarships honored and will remain in good standing with their team. LSU Athletic Director Scott Woodward also released a statement of support for the announcement and student-athletes in their decision if they choose to compete or not. Governor John Bill Edwards is considering the implementations of new White House coronavirus guidelines. Kevin Barnhart has the story. 
The recommendations call for red zone states like Louisiana to close gyms, put tighter restrictions on indoor dining capacity to 25%, and limit gatherings to 10 people. We're going to take a look at them like we always do and see whether we believe those things are needed. I, I will tell you, everything that we've done thus far has been consistent with guidelines we've gotten from CDC and the White House Coronavirus Task Force. Edwards says any new spread mitigation mandates will come with the next proclamation that will be issued on the 26th. I'm Kevin Barnhart. LRN. I'm pooped. I sure hope this was worth the long flight. Wild cherries from the Bayou State? Oh, yes, Sal. It's worth it. Let's go get them. Sal, we're crows. We can't just fly up to the counter like two average Joes. Here, put this mask on and just follow my lead. Wild cherry paradise is right inside. Get on the wild side with Wild Cherry Doubler. Win up to $4,000. And pick up Wild Cherry Tripler, where you can win up to $12,000. Play the Wild Cherry games from the lottery. Must be at least 21 to purchase. If you love Zydeco music, let the good times roll smoke-free. If you love winning, let the good times roll smoke-free. If you love karaoke but sing off-key, let the good times roll smoke-free. If you love Louisiana and our distinct way of life, it's time to protect the air it breathes. Whether you're living it up or making a living, people everywhere deserve smoke-free bars and gaming venues. Do your part to support a smoke-free Louisiana. Annadelle's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Annadelle's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. All right, we are back. <laughs> I think okay. I just noticed what it was. All right, so we're back on the air. And if you are, or do we have anyone holding, uh, Henry? Okay. All right, so we are talking uh, very softened about the fact that the food show's anniversary is... Tomorrow, 32 years, Tom has been on the air. 32 years. That's a long time, Tom. Anyway, if you would like to chat with us, we would love to chat with you. Give us a call. 556-9696 is the number. All right. It is also, uh, as, as we were talking about, National Parsley Day. Mm -hmm. It is the anniversary of Mr. B's today. This yeah. is today. Although they sure talk about them a lot. It is. And with good reason. Oh, Mr. B's? Mm. It's in a class by itself, yeah. in my opinion, anyway. I mean, it's not, it's not the most gourmet restaurant in town. Well, it's we, probably not the best restaurant in town. No. I don't know that I could say that I enjoy one more, yeah. though. I just don't know that I would say I would rather go to Mr. B's than just about any place, really. It's just a very elegant treatise of a very elegant... Uh, selection and, and and even sounds and and smells even sometimes I think there's something there. Well, you know it's funny because you were talking about it being the best gumbo around, and I totally disagree with that. But we were there once. We were talking to the waiter, and he was saying that people who are um, the tourists from out of town were coming in and saying that the 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 roux 
tasted burned. <laughs> but that's that. because they get it right up to the point where you could fall off the cliff right there. It's like, it's like that sweet spot between super dark and burned. And mm. there are people who, who recognize that as burned and people who recognize it as super dark. And the tourists are probably in the former category and the locals in the latter. Anyway, happy birthday to Mr. B's today. 1979. Yes. Anyway, let's see. It is also one of the purported anniversaries of, of air conditioning today. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. We didn't have, it was 1901, though, and we didn't have air conditioning in my house growing up. Yeah, it took until, a long time coming. But it came early. What, what's the name of the company? It's Carrier. The, Carrier, yeah. They're still yeah. doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it has been very successful over a really long time. Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out um, when actually we, in my family, got air conditioning because it was not until much later. Yeah, much well, later. It, it took a we while. were not among the first to have too. it. It was very expensive. That's why I remember, you know, it, it, it was. July and I would go outside and just turn the hose on and soak myself. It's that hot out there, and uh, but those, that was a long, long time ago. And um, it's a, it's a, I won't say a fun memory, but I'm glad that we all have air conditioning now. And I'm glad that when you go into restaurants, uh, a lot of times it's actually too cold. I find it too cold an awful lot in restaurants. I, I actually, in some restaurants, will bring like a, a jacket, not a jacket, but a, at least a long sleeve shirt because it's, it's that cold in some places. Yeah, I know how you feel about that. Yeah, we keep it pretty cold in here too. It was 1901. We keep it pretty cold in here too. And sometimes I'm standing by the, uh, by the cooktop and I'll get a a drop and I'll think, oh gosh, what's leaking? And then I look up and I realize the condensation from the air conditioning versus the heat outside is what just dropped on my shoulder. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. All right, what else do you have in your almanac, Tom? Words to eat by Bert Green. Approaching the stove, she mm. would don a voluminous apron, toss some meat <laughs> on a platter empty a skillet of its perfectly cooked ape, sprinkle a handful of chopped parsley over all, and then, like a proficient striptease artist, remove the apron, allowing it to fall to the floor with the shake of her hip. What is that doing in your, in your almanac? Yeah. Who's Bert Green? You would think that that would be all <laughs> taken care of. I probably shouldn't have read that. This is a, this is a, a, uh, a G-rated show here. Anyway, I don't know who Burt Green is, so maybe I should. Anyway, five six six five five six nine six nine six. We were talking earlier, speaking of shaking of the hips, and I can't believe we haven't gotten one call on this. Yeah. But I was asking if you've gained weight in the last <laughs> four months Did because you tell because we are among the top 
five states in the United States of people who have gained weight during lockdown. The average is seven pounds. I really beat that. And for those people who are gaining it by drinking, it's 4.6 pounds. So anyone who has gained weight during lockdown, I would like to hear from you because you'll make me feel better. I wonder <laughs> if it has anything to do with the fact that while I got up during a break, I snacked on some chocolate bark I made. Think that could have something to do with my lockdown weight gain? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm down to my nuts. I have this thing about nuts, and I've said it before, so I'm sorry if I'm boring you. But um, I have a, a um, an omega three obsession. So I roast all of the nuts that are out there. Um, Who would think? Hazelnuts, almonds, mm -hmm. walnuts, pecans, um, cashews. Cashews have a really use, unique flavor. I've decided they're I really very, like cashews uh, roasted all by themselves. They're, they are very different from tropical They're places. different. They're, they're different. Cashews are different. They're aren't they? Uh-huh, but they're just loaded with. Uh, would yeah. change the flavor of uh, yeah well and then I put sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds and chia seeds and those all go into a, a vat but then I'm down to the end so I just put them with chocolate today so it's sitting on the counter and I've snacked on it let's go to who is on the phone Ooh, what, what? it would be Alan I can tell by his theme song Hello, Alan. Thank you. Yes. Alan's calling. Oh. You know. Um, Alan, how long have you been listening to the show? I knew you'd ask that. I was just uh, thinking about it, um, along with some Tomisms that I want to talk about, but. Uh, I've been listening religiously, I think, since I came back from uh, the hurricane. Um, in 2005, I left uh, uh, to join uh, the Houston Public uh, Independent School District, and I stayed there for a year, even though my wife, being a nurse, was badly needed, so she came back after uh, about two or three months. Uh, but, yeah, when I returned then, I, I stopped taking New Orleans so much, for, you know, so for granted, and, and Tom's show was one of those uh, items that I, I feel like I just took for granted. So uh, I missed I, I, I missed the show. wasn't online uh, back in 2005. Um, yeah, so when I came back, my gosh, I, I, that's 2006. I started listening to Tom just every day, every day. And I remember being very impressed. I, I, this was back when Tom would say, you know, if you, if you have a complaint about um, a restaurant, uh, don't mention the restaurant <clears throat> until I ask. And I didn't really have a complaint about this restaurant, uh, but I was a little upset. And it was Vincent's, and I can go ahead and say, say that, even if he's listening, because he may be. Uh, he was when I called to uh, about a gripe. 
I had phoned into a reservation, and I said, hold on to one of those uh, soft-shell crabs for me. We'll be there in about a half an hour uh, because, they, you know, they'd always have just a certain amount. And it seemed like uh, lots of times I'd go to a restaurant, and they were out of the soft-shell crabs during the season. But uh, so, uh, yeah, I called and spoke to the hostess, and she said, yeah, I'll, I'll tell the kitchen to hold one for you. And, uh, you know, put my reservation in. When I showed up, um, the waiter said, oh, we're out. We don't have soft shell crabs uh, anymore. You know, they were sold out. And, oh, I said, you know, oh, uh, I said, come on, Gina, Gina we're, we're leaving. <laughs> you know, and I told the hostess, I said, I don't know if I spoke to you or not, but I said, hold on to a soft shell crab. Anyway, so Vincent, Chef Vincent was listening. And he called Tom show and said, uh, please tell that fella that um, come back with his wife and dinner's on me. And definitely, uh, you know, they'll have soft shell crap. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's just, uh, I thought that was uh, uh, nice. Very classy. You know, yes. Yeah, I, I, yes. You know, it's funny. Social crabs seem to be much more plentiful than they were back then. I don't know. It seems like no one ever runs out of social crabs anymore. I think they oh. probably control it in a way that they control. Because uh, it used to be they would just, if you needed social crabs, you'd go walking out into the into the water. And then mm -hmm. when you, but the way they're done now is that they're basically done in a big bat. And when it looks like they're, Get them going. You uh, so they're farm raised soft shell. Farm raised, I are. see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. How about this? Because our uh, uh, soft shell crawfish. Uh, I remember that was kind of a, a craze when they came out. Do you remember that? That was. Um, do you remember soft uh, crawfish coming out, Tom? I do remember, and I remember where it was too. It was in Bucktown. And it was uh, a guy who had a number of restaurants around town. I'm tempted to say that it was uh, from Impostados, but I don't think that was him. And uh, anyway, they had all kinds of things there. But one of the things he came up with, oh, yeah, he had a restaurant on Veterans where uh, Bobby Bear's place is now. Oh, who was that? Was it Augie? No. No. Was it Augie? No. no. Augie's um, was on Veterans. Oh, who who was that in that place where uh, Bobby Abers is now? Car Carmine's. 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 And he's That's gone it. too. Yes. And uh -huh. so uh, they uh, so they were doing uh, soft shell crabs, and they were, one of the other things they had was, and this is really a weird. One. Let's see if I can get it out. Uh, veal, um, veal. Uh, piccata. Piccata. No, it's it's like what you would do uh, at a It'll come to me in a minute. Okay. But uh -huh. anyway, they will. what, Alan? Oh, I was thinking of the old shop. It brought to mind the old shop, Aldisano, which was mm -hmm. Chef Andreas, stuffed the old shops. But, um, uh, yeah, if it was a veal dish, you know, I always went, when we went out, Gina and I, we, we always would get a seafood item. But I do remember when soft shell crawfish came out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. Soft shell. Well, yeah. it, it was like a, uh, a thing. There's a dish that you can get in uh, a, a brunch, right? Usually in Bucktown, and they would have a sauce that had some tomatoes in it, and 
just cr- driving me crazy. Where Where is the place? Do you remember the name of the place? I, I, was it Sidmar's uh, or Brunning's? Or? You're in the right neighborhood, but that's um, not where it was. It Was it in the West End? Uh, yeah. Mm. And it, yeah. it also, this same dish was also uh, given some treatment for just being in a place that you went to for Sundays, for, for the brunch. Masson's? No. No. Okay. We'll, okay. we'll never get this. <laughs> it'll, I, it'll come to me in the next it's 20 like, minutes. It's like deep sea fishing at some point, but not anytime mm-hmm. soon. What else you got, Alan? Well, one more thing. I wanted to, to, to talk about how Tom used to, well, I'm going through that one. When you'd call in, I always thought this was kind of cool. Uh, Tom would say, oh, come on in. Ha- have a seat, you know. And I remember when I listened to that, I said, God, it just sounds like, you know, when people call in, it, it, they just, it, they're, they're guests. They're treated as guests. They just come yes, in. Yes, right. Um, another one was when Tom say, uh, over here on the green phone, we have um, I such and so, or, you know. Or, or the blue phone. I figured the uh, phones would come up with someone. Yeah. It, it, it's another one um, that Tom does that you do once in a Somebody said, Oh my gosh. Griots, we griots, finally reeled griots. it in. Griots and grits. Griots and grits. And somebody. Uh, quite why met. would soft shell, crab, uh, soft shell crawfish be the, anywhere near griots and grits? The same reason they were coming in uh, with the. Uh, with the uh, other stuff we were looking for. Okay, Alan, we are backing up on commercials here, so let's wind it up. That's the antithesis of come on in. <laughs> yeah. Come on in, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and I've been living in uh, in uh, Baton Rouge, and Tom would say, "You call that living?" <laughs> I think he still says that when he can remember to do that. Now, uh, Alan, yeah. is your wife Gina from here, or uh, obviously she's from Seattle, which is how you wound up back there? But how did the two of you get together? No, she she she. she, she, she. Hello. Uh oh. Oh, we lost Alan. All right, at least we didn't lose us this time. Okay, 5569696 is the number. If you would like to talk to us, we're here for you. Come on in about another 10 minutes or so right up to these messages. We'll be back. Hello, hello. Daniel, the gourmet cellist here. I'm big into coffee, and I've got Parrish Coffee keeping me company in lockdown. This is a great breakfast brew. I guess that's why they say wake up to Parrish. But it remains consistent throughout the day, robust yet mellow at the same time. I love this luxurious coffee, and I can't believe the price. With no idea how long we'll be locked down, it's a good thing I can order it online at parishcoffee.com. See the full lineup there, and hashtag wake up to parish. Annadel's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Anna Dell's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. 
There's a new restaurant in the Warehouse District offering the fresh and fun flavors of the Caribbean and delicious tastes of New Orleans. Nola K features the best of both regions with dishes like tuna ceviche, red curry shrimp, freshly shucked oysters, cumin spice strip steak, and desserts like caramel flan, tres leches, and key lime pie. And signature cocktails like the Bloody Jerk using their house-made mix. Nola K, 898 Barone at St. Joseph, nolak.com. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Okay, we have just another nine minutes if you would like to reminisce with us about the food show, which turns 32 tomorrow. Amazing. We have been talking about that, Tom's uh, career on the radio, which uh, is 32 years, but your whole career goes back something like... 16 to 18 more than that so um you would like to talk to us we would love to talk to you i am just on the show for a year and a half but i remember being there in the very beginning tom says i hired him that's not exactly true but it's kind of true uh we are talking about that and also about gaining weight during lockdown and various other things like uh things that we found in the almanac if you have anything that you would like to talk about we would love to hear from you. Also, any restaurant reports and the like, which is really the basis of the food show. It sort of evolved, I would say, Tom. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, that's how yeah. such things do work. Yes, well, they do. We have another caller? I think, I don't know. No, we do not have another call. Um, yes, as things do uh, change through the years, I don't remember exactly how the food show started tom when you started the show do you did you have a particular blueprint for it or was it just you getting on the air and talking about what you ate that day and where you were going to eat that night no there was no plan at all uh Mm -hmm. here's kind of how it went what little bit there was uh and it was that i had uh I was working with New Orleans Magazine. As a matter of fact, I was the editor of New Orleans Magazine. Mm -hmm. But after a few months, they decided that I wasn't really right, and they were right about Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And uh, But I wanted to keep the kind of job that I had there. It was exactly the kind of audience I would hope for. And, uh, And so I looked for other jobs. And uh, I was also in in radio at that time as well. Mm -hmm. uh, So uh, there was a lot of pieces that I could jam together. Next uh thing you know, I was able to just get started and and nobody... uh, I remember at that time you were just writing your own thing. I mean, that was, you had had your New Orleans menu that was there. And uh, that's how my friend that recommended you, well, actually he had heard you on the radio and uh, you were trying to decide if you thought that you could bring what you were doing in print to the radio. And no one had done that before. And I know that when we evacuated for Katrina, we got some calls from people in that area because we both had broadcasting. And at that time, I don't know, any, I'm sure everyone else had this experience too, wherever they evacuated to, there were people who were wanting to help 
us all the you know new orleans diaspora to help us get back on our feet somehow i mean i know i got a call from npr and you got some calls and and um people interviewed you and you told them what you did and they said you do what do you remember that tom when they said you do you it, talk about food for three hours that. a day <laughs> i don't remember that exactly but there were so many other things that were like that that it was kind of hard to keep it all straight. Yeah, I but, know. Uh, but it, it worked out. Yes, and it nobody did. else was really doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Nobody did. Who do we have on the line, Henry? Tim. Let's go to Tim. Yes, uh, child number 154. 154. So these are some of the old timers. When did you yes. start listening? Because the child numbers had sort of three iterations, I think. So when did you start listening, Tim? Uh, it was when your children were, were real young because we were at Drago's with my daughters and, and your children were about their same age, about three and four years old, something in that range. So, so a long time ago. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, uh. I read that, that y'all went to Mosca's, which is my favorite restaurant in the city, to be honest. Oh, wow. You. And, uh, I, I noticed y'all did not get the shrimp, the, uh, garlic shrimp. And right. I, uh huh. I, we get the chicken grande, the pasta, bordelaise, the uh, crab salad, the oysters, and then the shrimp, of course, always. Oh, so you had the same menu we got, except we didn't get the shrimp, too? Right, right. Uh-huh. We, all, we all, all, always get that there. And sometimes the sausage, if they have it. They don't always have it. The pasta bordelaise, I, I just, I'm so disappointed in myself that we didn't order that. We ordered the roasted potatoes, which was not in the piece that I wrote. Uh, and the roasted potatoes were really interesting, but I, I saw that pasta go and I thought, you know what, I should have just gone for it. Yes, the, the roasted potatoes usually come with the, with the sausage, with the Italian Oh, sausage. okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know that we've had that. Do you, how often do you go there? Uh, we go there special occasions, my birthday for sure. Now we haven't, that's in October. So we'll see what the COVID situation is, but yeah, but, well, but we go for special occasions. So mm -hmm. probably about three times a year. It's really expensive. Do you find it expensive? Yes, but it's worth it I, in my mind. It, no, no, I mean, it's definitely it. worth it. It's an experience, but it's surprising. You know, you don't expect to see prices like that in a place like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, but, they, but the cooking is well done. The uh, Mr. Johnny has passed on, but that but that was always, a, he was always a character. And yeah. you see, you know, some great people there. We, we, we were in, in there one night and the Mannings were in there. Oh yeah, well it's it's yeah. one of those places like the old Euglasitches where you know people would fly their private jets to go to Euglasitches. Right. Well, you know, well, it, it's that iconic. We didn't fly my private jet that day, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need to for West Wego, but I'm talking about you know, like right. the the founder of Rolling Stone. You know, they would fly their private jet to go to Euglasitches. That's no joke, really. So, right. Okay. Strange. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very iconic place. Take care, Tim. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Appreciate it. 
Well, that's kind of it. That's about all we have time oh, for. Oh, that's plenty enough. Yeah, we, uh, we have talked about um, the show, which is very self-indulgent. But, Tom, that's quite an accomplishment to be on the radio and do the show do a show about the same thing for 32 years. So congratulations well, to you. Well, it's a big surprise, and it sometimes makes me look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> and how in the world you were able to pull that well, off? I mean, surviving, I don't know, like you said, I think something like 13, 13 changes of management. That's something that happens a lot in radio, and uh, most people usually get sort of yeah. blown out but uh it's amazing but it, it being new orleans this was kind of the perfect fit and uh you were definitely the person to do it so congratulations to you all well, right thank you for that that is Great. it for us i want to say that if you uh have some of the show then you can catch it on uh the podcast and that is at nomenu.com that's n-o-m-e-n-u.com i have found out that people are finding us through the facebook page the tom fitzmore's facebook where we post a link to the show every day and uh people are finding us that way so good we also have our instagram that is at the new orleans menu so nomenu.com, we have our newsletter you can sign up for there. We have at the New Orleans menu. I have my own podcast for bored kids and grandkids called M-E-E-M-M-I-E, The Story Lady, where I read classic children's tales. So check that out on all platforms like that. And let's stay tuned for the Tim McNally Show, Dying Wine and Spirits Show. It's uh, 4 o'clock. Hey, Brian Diaz here with the NOLA Drink Show. Check us out every Monday evening from 7 to 8 p.m. right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. The end of the month. Mnuchin telling a house hearing the next round of stimulus spending should be focused on businesses that have been the hardest hit by the ongoing coronavirus.